0: All right, everybody, and I'm here again with Sotak Andras slash Andre. So, how are you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Just like I I told you, I just finished a pool workout, which is good. So right now I'm, you know, I have endorphins rushing all over my body. I my arms are nice and pumped. I'm I'm enjoying the protein
0: shake, so all is good. Awesome. So uh, maybe let's start with that. Just. how you're holding up with the whole situation? How is your mindset? I don't know. Just uh, feel free to blab around anything that you can think of.
1: Um, you know, I'm quite good, actually. Uh, like I said to you a couple of days ago, I my biggest burden, I guess, has been relieved somewhat um, insofar as I've been able to negotiate with my um, apartment owner, basically, and he agreed to you know lower the rent for this time period, which apparently is not common i would have imagined that you know everyone would have the decency to you know <laughs> lower the rent given that most people are out of jobs but it seems that not not everyone it seems that some people are, are trying to make money or trying to get rich off of the back of some less fortunate uh, people so so yeah that's been a good news for me so i guess i guess that was my that was my biggest worry but other than that i'm good like um I have some very heavy dumbbells. I have adjustable dumbbells. Um, I have plates. Like I said, I I found a place close to my apartment because we had some pretty severe lockdown rules in force. So we we are not really able to go far. You are technically allowed to go outside, which to my surprise is also not common or not obvious mm. to everyone. Because I've been received, I've been receiving some criticisms that I go out for walks. But those walks have been keeping me sane mentally, which I'm sure we will touch on later. So yeah, um, I think everyone everything is good. It's just, you know, the financial side is a bit concerning that, um, for the foreseeable future. Unless I somehow manage to acquire a significant number of online clients, which might happen, but it's not very likely, I will be living basically off of some government... Um,
0: help so right yeah um for me it's been interesting so i would say that as of the last couple of days my mindset has been okay so since we talked the last time i went through a bit of a phase shift where i had those times when My mood was just really up and down and sometimes I would just end up thinking about the situation that we are in and I would just get really down and I could see my mood just getting worse and worse. And sometimes I was actually concerned that if it continues like this, I will be a total wreck emotionally, mentally in, in no time really. And I would say that now I've gotten to the point where sort of through that phase where i was still catching myself just waking up in the morning or just going about my day and having these moments where i would th- think that man is is this really happening or is this just some shitty nightmare like is, is something as is something as absurd as this actually going on and um I was still sort of not not believing what's actually happening and was still waiting for someone to just say that, okay, okay, guys, we've got this whole thing wrong. All those people who, whatever, died from the corona are actually just some really rare heart attacks, which just statistically happen to happen now, but nothing's really going on. Let's just go back to normal life. Um, And by now, I would say I actually came to terms with the fact that this is really happening. It's not a nightmare. And I've kind of accepted it. And now I actually started to actively work towards making the most out of this situation, which, of course, I always knew that that is the way to go about it. You have to try to get the best out of any kind of shitty situation that you're stuck in. But practice is sometimes different than theory in that regard.
1: Yeah, you know, there is this quote, which I love, which says that uh, in theory, there is no difference between theory and practice. In practice, there is (laughs)
0: something like that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I'm glad to say that today I had my first official quarantine workout at home, which is another thing that I guess we will talk about. But that's also been another thing. And um, I listened back to our previous podcast that we recorded on this. And there I actually phrased it really well, I think, that it's really just a mindset thing to make these home workouts viable because they can really be viable and they can be productive. It's just you have to get into the mindset where you're not thinking about the fact that, oh man, just a week ago I had access to this gym and progress was so good. And if I had those machines and weights, then I could make my workouts so much better. And now I have to do this other bullshit. Everybody knows that that is the right thing to do to not dwell on this and just get into the workouts and make work what you can do at home. But it's just uh, a mindset shift that sometimes is just really challenging to do in practice. And now I've, I think I just needed some time, like I also mentioned in the previous podcast, to kind of reset my mindset where, okay, it is what it is. I can still make do productive workouts at home. So let's just get to it. And I don't know, 10 days after our first episode or something, finally, I got to actually do it today. And I was really pleasantly surprised how productive it was. Uh, so that's I don't know we can't get into all of these things in more detail but that's kind of mm. the summary of what's been going on with me.
1: Oh, very good, very good. So you actually did did do actually what you said in the previous podcast that you would, which is that you would need a week just to cope with the idea that this you would actually have to do this. Cuz you know, some people like you said yourself they were they still have this idea that this is some very short-lived temporary stuff and, you know, I've had some people, I sent them uh, links to some adjustable numbers, uh, which were very, very fairly priced a couple of weeks ago. And they were like, why would yep. I buy numbers for two weeks? And I was like, what two weeks? Well, this is going to be a two-week thing. Really? And now, two weeks in, they still say that, oh, two more weeks and it's going to be done. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you really, you really are, like, I don't know what what should I call them?
0: Naive, delusional, living in denial. I don't know. Yeah. And I, I mean, we chatted about this a bunch in private, but I really think that the people that at this point, I just term them the stay at home Nazis, (laughs) (laughs) which, don't get me wrong. I also think that staying at home as much as possible is the right thing to do. That's what I would advise to anyone. I'm also doing that myself. But, you know, the people that will message you when you go outside for a walk on your own, they're not even close to people and they're telling you that you should just stay at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I really think that a good number of those people are actually just thinking that this will be over in two weeks and then we will go back to normal life. The reality is it will be not over in two weeks. And we've quite frankly, just don't know when this is going to be over. So um, yeah, I think you kind of have to get into a mindset where we don't know how long this is going to last. So let's just kind of start living as if this is going to last for a long time and set up the conditions so that even if it does last for a very long time, you won't go insane and you can some aspects of this are of Mm. course somewhat beyond our control or very much beyond our control like the financial implications but you know things like workouts and whatever i mean i'm gonna incrementally start investing into more and more stuff so that you know i can have as productive workouts at home as possible
1: yeah yeah so i don't think i told you this but even last night my ex-girlfriend you know she posted something and i messaged her that you know you are still allowed to go out for a walk and she was like well you know better safe than sorry and the more we stay inside the sooner this is gonna end and i just couldn't resist and i was like what do you mean the sooner we stay inside the, or the more we stay inside the sooner it's gonna end like if you think you can handle maybe potentially five six months of not going out at all, god bless but she was like well uh if we all stay inside i don't think this is gonna last five months and i was like How exactly do you imagine that staying in South is going to actually get rid of it? Now, flatten the curve, I understand, Uh, reducing the number of infected people at the same time, I understand, but how exactly is this going to get rid of it? Or how exactly is this going to cure it? Because that's what these people think. Like they are not, I swear to you, they have no idea about the epidemiology of it. Like, I'm not saying I'm an expert, but I've listened to many, many, many hours. Uh, of content from experts who all say that this is basically a band-aid we are trying to band-aid the solution until we get some sort of actual um yeah treatment or you know a vaccine which is gonna probably take us 12 to 18 months like staying inside is not going to cure it like i don't know how like i said this to her like listen you know how this is gonna cure it if everyone stays inside and she was like right correct no like you don't understand everyone literally the whole fucking planet that means no truck drivers no police officers no one everyone stays inside no contact yeah. with no one so that means everyone who is sick is gonna die everyone who has already got it's either gonna die or it's gonna get well like, that's the solution seven billion or eight billion people however many we are we all have to stay isolated like good luck with that there is there's a solution it's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of the, the thing that is frustrating about this whole thing is that yes, if we all stayed inside, then yeah, in four weeks, we could burn this whole thing out completely. But that's not happening. And what is actually happening is that we are sort of locked down, but sort of not. So it's kind of still spreading. It's just spreading slower. So we're kind of just dragging this whole thing out even more, which is Obviously, the right thing to do from an ethical perspective, um, for now at least, that I will say. And obviously, probably it is beyond our expertise or scope to go into this in very big detail. But I mean, if this goes on for too long, like we've talked about in private, and probably how most people know, it's just going to wreck the economy so much that, I mean, the total net loss in people's well being probably. Uh, quality of life and maybe eventually actual deaths is is going to get even worse if we just keep on this lockdown for too long because people are gonna get insane people are gonna lose jobs and it's gonna destroy the world even more so than you know if we were to not do the lockdown and a lot of people die from the corona so uh, it's it's really messed up
1: Yeah, I've already seen, uh, sent you a clip of of some Romanian guy who (laughs) climbed onto a roof and he was yelling that, you know, he's been inside for two weeks, he has no food, the government locked us in, but uh, who's gonna provide us with money to buy food, I don't have any money, I had to borrow, you know, some potatoes from from the neighbors and that sort of stuff, and that's After two weeks, and that's whatever one person, but I can guarantee you that if this thing lasts for like two, three, four, five, six months, um, there's gonna be a large number of people who's gonna say the same. And I don't know, I like, like I I think we discussed this. That it's probably I think I said this to you that it's not really helpful to even think about that because who knows? It's so unpredictable. Like it might happen that you know four weeks from now there's some sort of medicine combination that, uh, you know, a combination of different drugs and stuff and antiviral treatment and this and that and it turns out that it actually works and it's relatively you know, low risk and we can actually start administering it but I I was thinking that even if that happened, you will need months to be able to manufacture sufficient uh, quantity of them, you know, like it's probably gonna
0: take 3 to 6 months just to get the med
1: uh, the medication around for everyone
0: yeah yeah like it is um exactly kind of the the mindset that i think everybody should be getting into and that's i think something that's been helpful for me in getting over this hump and really getting down mentally is just not thinking too far ahead because There's really a range of outcomes. It could be that in a month or two, things are gonna be not like they were before, but they will be drastically better than they are now. And then there's also the possibility that it's really going to be a year or a year and a half of hell. You know, that anticipation and just waiting and and anxiously thinking about the options, I think that just does absolutely no good for anyone. It just drives people insane. So it's kind of, there is value in just taking it one day at a time each day try to make things a little bit better for yourself try to accommodate for this new way of living don't ponder the past how good things were before this don't think about how long things are going to be shitty just you know look at what the closest thing ahead of you is that you can improve a little bit and that's i think that's the only way to stay sane really yeah 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 i shared a very good quote from james clear yesterday it was about winning the
1: day you know Not focusing on on things way ahead of you, just focus on what's ahead of you that particular day, do the best you can that particular day and, you know, wake up the next day and do the same again. And, you know, the thing that really annoys me is these messages I'm receiving is people have this idea that I'm some sort of clueless, you know, reckless, um, careless um, individual that I have no idea what's going on, and I'm, I'm just going on and about like some sort of uh, f- f- girl from from college. She was like, "Don't be silly. Why do you have to go out? Just train inside or something like that." They don't understand that I go outside to clear my head exactly because I understand yeah. that I'm I'm much more pessimistic about the situation than you guys are. Like I go ahead and walk still because i try to establish some sort of routine that i can sustain for six months if needed like the way most the the people you're referring to the way they are approaching their lifestyles right now is like they approach their diets (laughs) they are prepared to diet for two weeks that's it like i'm just gonna all carbs are out no chocolate no this no that i'm gonna crush it for 14 days and then what's going to happen yeah. you're going to binge and you're going to regain all the way you've lost and some more because you're an idiot this is how greg du would say it <laughs> but, seri- but seriously like uh, this is what i tell them like do you really think you can sustain this for six months and then they respond what six months it's not going to last six months and i'm like oh god geez okay whatever so what i do, what i do right now is i just send them that uh, uh, article I also sent to you. Yeah, we should probably link that in the description and uh let's just... Or hold. maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the article is called, cool. we are not going back to normal and maybe let's, like I, s- I said this to everyone, I hope I'm wrong. Believe me, like the people who message me, I know, like my ex-girlfriend, she works from home, I know what's her job, she can and I'm sure she works from home. She probably still makes the same income, like I am the one who has lost all of his revenue basically I am the one who who, whose life was interrupted in the fucking best time of the year it's March this is the most ask any personal trainer January in the US but over here in Romania it's March it's April it's May those are the best months that's when people are starting to to you know go, go to the gym that's when they start thinking about their summer bodies that's when they start paying for personal trainers. I had a full, uh, uh, my schedule was full, like I had 10 clients or something like that. Like I was living the the life, you know, I was so happy that, you know, business is going up and this and that, and everything just went out the window. (laughs) Like I'm not somehow, you know, being careless and I'm getting these checks in the mail, I'm living like a king, you know, I'm trying to, like you said yourself, I'm trying to establish some sort of routine, some sort of normalcy in my life so I can, you know, I don't start
0: having suicidal thoughts for God's sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, um, I also, I also think that some of the people that are writing about this and they're talking about this, sometimes I see a bit of it's almost like they're trying to bid against each other in who can be more negative about this whole thing, which I think is kind of serving no purpose. But at the same time, yes, uh, I think um, you know these people that are the most vocal about just just stay at home, don't be a dick and all of those things, I just hope that they don't have the mindset that this is going to be over in two weeks because they are going to crash so badly when they find out that... um, I don't know, think things are far from being over after two weeks or even four weeks or something. So mm. yeah, but don't get me wrong,
1: I I also hate the people who just spread incorrect information like just this morning i posted some graphics because i was watching mike bisping who who, by the way has been very responsible with his messages um his podcast and believe you me and he had a chair on. chair said that uh, nine out of ten doctors agree that the coronavirus is like the flu except it's weaker than the flu and i was like uh nope actually nine out of ten doctors agree that it's way more deadly way deadlier than the than the flu like at least a multiple of 10 like it's at least 10 times more deadly like the fatality rate is 0.1 percent for the flu on average like for coronavirus it's at least a percent and i've seen you know as high as three to four percent in certain populations it's of course in the elderly, list much higher like of course we might this is not finished yet. It could very well happen that we find out that the number of people who have recovered is far higher so that we drop the mortality rate. But as we stand right now, that information was just factually incorrect. So that's one. And the other are the these conspiracy theorist idiots, you know, which maybe you can uh, chime in as well because i'm sure I'm, i know that you've been reading some of that stuff as well and you can probably emphasize empathize with the people who you know fall prey to these uh, these ideas especially if they pro- maybe they are not the most scientifically minded people you know They are not really well versed. maybe they don't, uh, especially here in Romania, the people who don't know English, they can't listen to, you know, these podcasts that I've been listening to with, you know, worldwide experts, so they are stuck with either Romanian articles or these, these, uh, I've, I've even seen like videos with, I shit you not, with Romanian subtitles for English videos, which do not say what the video says like blatantly false information yeah and i've seen some clips in german now i don't know german but i can only imagine that it's the same has been done like like i would if there is one advice i could give to everyone and i've said this to you know friends and stuff please for the for pete's sake just just follow the authorities you know stick to official sources you know follow the who recommendations follow the cdc if you're in the us the nhs if you're in the uk the you know romanian government uh, uh, updates if you're in romanian that sort of stuff because they are much more likely to be right than some random person on facebook you know and hey that includes me so <laughs> feel free to ignore what i'm saying but uh, what i've been saying is just you know stuff i've been uh, hearing from experts who who are there at the forefront of this sort of stuff so
0: yeah yeah and, and i think my most kind of uh, productive recommendation is sort of what i just said before is i've sort of gotten into the mindset these past couple of days where i just try to just not read up on this too much anymore because at the end of the day i cannot influence it and it's just unlikely that I will come across some incredibly good news for a while. And I think my time is better spent on kind of spending that energy on making my environment more livable and my internal environment as well. So my mindset more productive or more conducive to getting through this in in good good spirits. So uh, I, I think, in a way, I think uh, this has been the difference now compared to earlier kind of pandemics or just big crises type things that struck us like in 2008, 2009, or 2007 to 2009, we had a couple of stuff we dealt with like the um, uh, economical crisis. Uh, Before that, there was the HN1N thing. And I think a big part of why I don't recall experiencing a lot of panic over that and, and the people around me as well is because there just wasn't social media uh, we didn't have access to the internet at all times, and we just didn't think about it that much. And um, I think there's the be- might be something to that now as well. Um, it's it's important to be aware of kind of the best recommendations, and of course mm. that that is important to be informed about those things. But really, what's what good is it gonna serve if we just read about this all the time? Which is what I've been doing up until like just one or two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, that, you know, many people
1: probably do the same, and especially, like I said, if they are, you know, maybe even conspiracy theory-minded, they see these articles, one of which I shared yesterday that is incorrect, you know, that the the virus just stays in your throat for four days, and if you just gargle with some you know hot water and salt then it's gonna kill the virus and i'm like jesus fucking christ people like think use your brains god damn it do you really think that people the every every scientist who who is competent would work on a vaccine or some sort of medication if it was that simple like or do you really believe that every single doctor on the whole fucking planet is in some sort of secret conspiracy and they are not telling you the the, the cure like Come on, like which is the more obvious answer? That this is actually something we haven't encountered and don't have any way to stop it for now or the
0: former (laughs) situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, So do we want to touch a bit on the workout side of things? Um, Because you started with those earlier than I did. And it was actually inspiring for me to see that mm. you were consistent and diligent with those uh, from the get go pretty much. So maybe you could start with what you've been doing because I, from what I've seen, you've made it work for yourself quite well.
1: Yes, yeah, so I think I said this in the earlier podcast as well, but we decided to close the gym, I think it was on the 14th of, uh, of March, 15th, uh, so Sunday evening. And on Monday on the 16th, I first thing I did was just go to the gym. I knew we I knew we had some some of these adjustable dumbbells with the you know the screws and stuff, the old old school uh, iron uh, plates which I knew no one was using, so I I brought this home. We had also this huge dumbbell with some very very big plates. Uh, I think it goes up to like 65 kilos, 70 kilos something like that. It's just one arm but hey, you can make it work. So I brought those home and then secretly we were allowed not in the first week but in the second week we were allowed by the owner to know you know go to the gym a couple of times a week so i basically was doing home workouts and some gym stuff which would have been lovely to be able to to maintain but now that there is this government uh, you know lockdown basically you're not allowed i think i guess they're semantically speaking I could steal, I mean, if I have the key, like, this is something I don't understand. Like, I said this to the owner, like, he is the owner of the gym, right? The gym is closed, there's no one there. Why can't he, for example, go to his own gym, train, and go home? Yeah. Like, you know, even if, especially if he goes with his car, he doesn't meet anyone. He goes inside, it's his property. It's like going home, you know. You train, you leave, no one's harmed. Like, I just don't understand. It's just, you know, it's just silliness so whatever um so that's what i'm saying that technically i live you know around 10 minutes from the gym if i was to go you know alone if the police was to stop me technically i could see still say to them listen i'm I'm coming to you know train on my own the government guidelines say that you are still allowed uh, to train on your own i have a key there's no one there i could train but maybe What they would do instead is just give me a fine, (laughs) or even worse, give a fine to the gym because they allowed this. So it's not something uh, I want to risk at all. So I just stay home. So I have been doing home workouts, um, like I posted on my on my stories. First week, where it where it's become so basically the week of the twenty third of March when it became obvious that (laughs) gym days are gone. For the foreseeable future, I uh, I started, you know, actually putting a routine together. Um, I thought of some exercises to do, and the only regret I have, honestly, is that I br- didn't bring uh, an adjustable bench home because I, I I basically had the the option to bring anything I wanted, <laughs> anything I could move, and anything I, I could fit in my apartment, which obviously is not a whole lot because I don't have a lot of space. But uh, I said this to you that we we gave the options people if you want to rent some equipment you know some dumbbells some bars that sort of stuff they can. Anyway, so I said to the owner that you know people don't um, don't live or whatever how do you say you don't they don't uh, make good use of the opportunity and there the benches are here there I will bring one home. That would be a big uh, big upgrade because. Honestly, the hardest thing, it's been lower back fatigue. Like, pretty much everything I do is tiring for my lower back. Like, push days, if I do standing uh, dumbbell presses, which I do on one of the days, your lower back gets hit. If I do um, back stuff, lower back gets hit because I have to do dumbbell rows. Um, on pull day, on a leg day, I mean, if I do single leg deadlifts, Lower back gets hit. If I do free weight, you know, goblet squats, lower back gets a hit. And it might not be much, but you know, every single day, pretty much, you don't really get a rest. If I do lateral raises again, I have to do them standing. Like bicep curls, standing. <laughs> so pretty much everything is standing. You know, everything is dumbbell work. Everything is unilater- mostly unilateral work, especially the heavier stuff, because. Um, I live alone, and I don't have anyone to train with, so given that I have, you know, wood flooring, I can't just drop the dumbbells, and getting the dumbbells in position for heavy bilateral floor presses would be very hard to impossible. I guess I could lift them somehow, but lowering them is another... Now, it would be very lovely if I had, uh, you know, my, my girlfriend was with me, then I would be able to do some other workouts as well (laughs) Mm. which I guess is something we can touch on later because that's another aspect of mental Mm -hmm. health that many people are missing out on right now
0: Yeah. so when I did my workout at home today I actually, it was like a rock being lifted off my chest or something or just this burden lifted off my shoulders in that I was kind of getting a bit pessimistic about how I will be able to make this work, but honestly, from what I'm seeing now, I will pretty much be able to train everything pretty damn productively. The only thing uh, that I don't have at home is just somewhere to hang from, so I cannot do pull-ups yet. I just ordered a pull-up bar, so hopefully that will solve it, Uh, but even hamstrings, I I was able to do some uh, kind of sliding hamstring curls on the floor, (laughs) which is a little bit awkward. I'm still kind of working out how I will be able to do them productively, but but they were challenging. So I mean, at, at the very least, I will get some sort of stimulus for my hamstrings. For deadlift variations, I don't really have heavy enough weights. Even if I do them single leg, it's kind of just not heavy enough. So I will get some more weight plates. But what's been really kind of positive for me is that it really seems like quad training is not going to be an issue because I just tried out some and I obviously sent you the video but I tried some kind of hex squats against the the wall or against my door frame and I I wanted to use some decent weights with those but I just tried out doing them body weight and kind of placing my foot quite close to to my body so there wasn't a very big angle so it was kind of more resembling a a CC squat by the end of it, but I just tried out with body weight and it was hard as hell. And I did 12 or 15 reps just with body weight. And I mean, that was like a legitimate one or maybe two RIR. And then I tried out doing it with weights just 20 kilos in my hands in total and I could only crank out four so that's that's really good news that I will be able to progress with those for a while split squats which I thought are going to be my one of my big go-tos are just awkward as hell um which they are they always are because the rear leg it's always kind of difficult to place it and then Balance is an issue, or you can hold on to something, but then you can only hold weights with one hand, and then it's not heavy enough, so it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass, so I think I will prioritize these hex squat slash cc squat things more so, um, and I can also do them like occluded, so there are many options there, and then, um, yeah, I did some push-ups with a uh, backpack full of weight plates that was a little bit awkward because the backpack was shifting left and right on my back so <laughs> I know <laughs> that was that was really annoying I don't know how I will be able to get around that don't do what um, I did first time which is I loaded up the backpack with a bunch of I put like
1: 20 something kilos and then I just wanted to put it on on one of the one of my arms whatever and you know all of the weight basically shifted to one side and just
0: ripped so yeah oh. don't do that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, so I don't know, maybe I will try to borrow a bigger backpack, one of those hiking backpacks from someone, and maybe in that one it will be a bit more stable, so I will try to find a way. But now I ordered some heavier or stronger resistance bands, so hopefully I will be able to put them into good use as well. And then um, really, the other upper body stuff are really not that, not that big of a challenge, but um, So uh, this will be okay. This will be really okay. I think really all all that needed is just a bit of a a mindset shift because really the main difference between being in a gym and this is just convenience. In the gym, everything is super, super convenient. And the other thing is, speaking of the mindset stuff, is I think the way in which we approach gym training and just optimizing everything, I think from that Mm. to switch into, okay, now I just have these really, really minimal equipment stuff at home and I will make that work, it's really difficult to reconcile those two things. So when you and I are going to the gym and, okay, I have this leg press, I can choose whether I do 150 kilos or 250 kilos. But that's not enough for me. I'm going to further optimize it by putting some bands on it and accommodating resistance yeah. and all of that stuff. I mean, we are basically further optimizing the already optimal. And then it's like, okay, now I'm going to do split squats at home and just dumbbells. That's going to be good enough. It's just kind of, you know, like either you have to let go of your prior beliefs or prior mindset, or you're going to be faced with this, okay, now I might as well not do anything because this what I have home is just complete shit. But... Um, I think this is this is a good lesson like really it's gravity resistance you know the muscles are getting fatigued you're getting a good workout it's uh you just have to get into the mindset and you're going to be okay Yeah yeah I couldn't agree more and uh it's really it really
1: is it's uh, surprising how much I just did a video in Romanian about this that you know people even with minimal equipment you can get very productive uh, workouts and get a very good stimulus you just have to use your brain a bit, and uh, like you said, swallow your ego. Because, hey, you might have to do some isometric contractions. I've seen, especially Callum, uh, Callum Race Tricks, uh, Muscle Mentors' clients, he has been programming a bunch of isometric holds, like sitting in a deep squat position for a minute. It's not convenient, it's much easier, well, easier. It's much more convenient to, you know, load up a heavy hex squat and just do eight reps, but listen if you want to maintain your gains then that's that's what's going to take or you can if you have money just buy a bunch of equipment you know do like jeff nipper yeah like we we both left we have to mention like that video was absolutely hilarious like he was like the title says uh how how to upgrade your home workouts or something like that how to how to get more out of your home workouts, something like that and i was thinking you know um he would say stuff like, you know, you will fill up a water bottle and use those as weights, you know, you use some sort of backpack. He was like, nah, you know what you do? You buy a squat rack, a bar, a bunch of plates, and you also have a garage that uh, is free, and you'll be able to store all this sh- shit. And you buy a bench, and you'll be able to train. And that's
0: your home, machine. You know? And I'm like, and that's by the way, is $3,000. And I'm like, wow, yep. genius. I honestly don't know what he was thinking when he did that video because Jeff is a super nice guy. Like, honestly, he's a humble, kind, like the super nice guy kind of vibe that you get from him in his videos. He actually, I mean, I talked to him like twice, Um, but you know, the second time I was talking to him, he was, he was already this global fitness star kind of person. And I was just like, Hey, able, nobody. And he's super polite, super humble, a very nice guy. But honestly, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking when he made that video. It's, uh, you know, all these trolling posts that I made on Instagram, like, you know, a simple home gym setup, and it's like (laughs) $10,000, and, you know, tips for home workouts, and this is how you use the leg press and whatever. I mean, basically, he is the person that I modeled that after without knowing it, because he basically did exactly that, just he was (laughs) serious about it.
1: Yeah, of course, it's not really a pick on Jeff. I mean like believe us if we were in his place like god damn it i would shit if i had his money i would i would have done the same thing a long time ago like i would have bought the home gym just for the sake of it just to you know have it like and especially now like believe me if i had the money i would have been the first person to buy every fucking thing i could get my hands on but it's just not realistic at that point to you know use it as a as a way for most people to upgrade yeah. their you know home home workouts when they are living in a smaller apartment but hey speaking of insane amounts i've seen there is this whole instagram thing i don't know if you've seen it with watson gym equipment i've seen the Valentin Tambosi's uh, story like apparently they had some sort of cable station and the bench wow. and like 10 dumbbells i think or something like that for like six thousand six hundred euros <laughs> Yeah. And uh I've I've been reading the comments and uh you know someone said that you know don't you think that this is a bit expensive? And they were like, Well, this is for the people who want quality, and if you don't, then people like you can buy I don't know what the name was, probably some sort of cheap uh website <laughs> and basically everyone in the UK fitness scene just got mad, like AJ Morris shared it, uh Valentine shared it. Uh, I think the Muscle Mentors guys shared it. <laughs> so looks like it's been a bad uh, business uh, decision from from Watson.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's and, and the thing is, there are people who I have a client, for example, who have who has a really nice home gym setup, and he has so he has um, a cable station. He has a leg press, uh, oh. which which can also be used for a hex squatting. He has a leg machine. Mm. He has um, like barbells, obviously. He has rings, I believe, and like you know, basically like a dream home gym for most. Like it's 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 a better setup than Jeff Alberts' mm. um, home gym setup, I think, or similar or better. And I asked him how much he spent on that, and he spent like three thousand. Euros or something, or maybe pounds. But you know, like you can make really, really good deals. I mean, that's not Mm. nothing. That's a significant investment for most people, but it's not nothing. But yeah, I mean, honestly, the Jeff Nippert video. It's just, uh, (laughs) honestly, I I think it was. um, It's cool to show it. Like I I decided to invest into this. But Mike Matthews, for example, had a really helpful article. It's like a ten thousand word article where he gave workouts for different type of uh, equipment availability. So this is what you should do if you don't have any equipment. This is what you can do if you have some equipment. This is what you can do if you have just bands or don't have bands but have dumbbells um, but didn't assume that someone has a squat rack or or something like that. And it's like, hey, guys, this is how you actually uh, uh, can make gains and this is how you can upgrade your workouts. Buy $2,000 worth of stuff. I mean, come on. Like, that's... That's... that's, Yeah. Yeah. I didn't quite understand. But um, I also, we had, maybe this is something that would be interesting for the listeners to hear. We had a bit of a back and forth on how we should uh, look to those people who are, you know, who happen to be fortunate to have access to a gym, for example, not even a home gym that they have, but maybe they just got lucky and can go to a gym, (laughs) you know, off opening hours or something like that and can train in a fully equipped gym. And I don't know. Maybe this is me being bitter. Probably in good part th- it is, but I have the perspective that if you have access to that, maybe this is not the time to post about that. And and because because honestly, if you're, I mean, if you're just a random person wh- who is not a fitness professional or an influencer or an educator or something, sure, you know, post what you're doing. I mean, it's it's just like today I went to walk the walk the dog, or today I went for a ride in my new car or something. But if you're if you're someone who is meant to educate people and give useful information, now to post about, this is how you do a chest supported, accommodated resistance, Cybex cable row or Nautilus cable row or something like that. It's like, you're not gonna help anyone because nobody has access to that right now. If you're bragging about it, that's kind of a douchey move. So I think if you have access to something like that, just be happy about it. You You got lucky, awesome. And be quiet about it and i think that's actually a lot of people have been doing that like i think mike Isratel may have access to a gym i think eric helms might have access to the gym as well probably a lot of other people too and they actually don't post about it um and i think that's the right thing to do but um you had a different perspective or didn't i don't know what you think
1: yeah so basically what they would do is what i would do if you know we didn't have this government thing but listen i'm sure. It's not going to last, like unless that gym is literally in their backyard they probably at some point I imagine that like the stuff that we have is pretty much at a European level like the what Romania does is pretty much what every European country does. Now I know in the US, US Trump is an idiot like this is no surprise like they have literally the highest number of uh, infected people like the highest number of cases you know. That's why, you know, people like Mike, for example, if he has, let's say he has access to a gym, he is still able to go out. Like, shit, I would have an access as well. I have the key in my back pocket. I cannot go out in the city to go to the gym, you know. So I think a part of this problem will be solved in a manner of weeks the most. Now, uh, the people who literally have their own gyms, good for them. I understand your frustration. I just said that, you know, I don't think this is productive to to think about because this is the whole, you know, goes back to that comparison the Thief of Joy um, yeah. quote. Like, for example, I am very fortunate that I have, I have these dumbbells. Like, most people don't even have these sort of... Ha- like, I, I wasn't really forced to do anything major. Like, do I enjoy having to do a bunch of dumbbell rows, which I honestly never really do in the gym not really do i enjoy having my lower back be constantly sore not really (laughs) but is it still very very efficient and productive and far better than most people can get access to yes so you know in that sense it's just really not a productive use of uh, of our mental energy i think but i can definitely understand why you would feel that way i mean i am jealous of them i am frustrated that i am stuck in this small apartment and that i you know i don't have a car for example and i if i had a car maybe i would have gone home and i you know i would at home i would have the space to train and uh, and all that but i would have needed a car to bring all the equipment home i would have needed a car to then come to the city and actually buy some some supplies and food and stuff because there is nothing really in that small village But also, you know, anyway, so my point is there is always someone who has it better than you. And I think this is the latest example of that. So I'm not judging you. I'm just saying
0: that it's not really productive. I'm sure you know this as well. It's just... Yeah, yeah. One other thing just kind of interesting is um, the difficult thing about this beyond the uncertainty and kind of the fearful thoughts of how long is this going to last is the way we deal with difficult situations usually is we have these escape mechanisms so the gym is one form of that and for example for me i think for you as well is is sport so watching football games for example and mm, mma for me yeah and now we have none of those things so you know all the football leagues are are canceled i watch handball that is canceled as well and you, all these things that could distract you from um something that is otherwise kind of stressing you out, you don't have those. So you kind of have to find replacement activities. Uh, I've been just, uh, watching through the Harry Potter movie series, which I I actually haven't seen them before. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen the first one and I think I saw the third and the fifth, but that was like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. So I didn't even remember them, but, um, but yeah so that's kind of a a tough thing and and honestly one thing so comparison is the thief of joy but at the same time knowing that you're not alone that can really help sometimes and honestly one thing that's been really encouraging for me is seeing all these athletes that i'm following on instagram for example football players handball players just seeing them doing these bullshit home workouts um which are even less productive than mine because they have no idea how to do a proper squat or a push-up even or something. They are just, like, f- fluffing around. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's It's been actually really encouraging for me that, wow, all these beasts are doing these things. I mean, obviously, some of them have probably, like, really awesome ho- home gyms, but many of them don't, actually. And that, that's that been something that encouraged me. Um, yeah, just a random comment. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what, one thing mm-hmm. I hate and I actually commented on? is
1: uh, there is this whole romanian attitude basically the the english way of saying it is beggars can be choosers but it seems to me that in romania everyone who is a beggar is also a chooser like what kills me is like i said we have now we have the people in my city have the option to rent some some equipment now They can be, you know, they can go really expensive, well, relatively speaking expensive. They can uh, rent a bench and bars and plates and three sets of dumbbells. So basically have everything you need or you can go as cheap as only two pairs of dumbbells. This is the cheapest option to put in because, you know, I figured if you have a smaller pair of dumbbells and you have a bigger pair, then you can pretty much do most of the stuff that you would need to do. And I have some friends who literally have 15,000 euro cars. Who have been complaining. Oh my god. I don't know what to do at home. I don't have anything to train with. You know I am not feeling like training at home. Oh my god. What am I gonna do in 3 months. I'm gonna lose all my gains. And that's the shit that really. Just it makes me want to choke them. Like first of all shut the fuck up. If you're complaining about losing your gains. And you're not doing anything. You're just an idiot. And second of all. You have a fucking fifteen 000 euro car surely you can afford as well to pay like 50 euros per month or 25 euros to get some dumbbells if you can't you're again an idiot because you obviously can't really afford having that expensive of a car but second of all like if you don't want to invest money that's awesome but then again don't complain and shut the fuck up and do your body weight stuff if that bores you there's the option of renting or buying some stuff like you know this is what annoys me like if someone says listen i'm at home i don't feel like training i don't want to fuck around with this bullshit. i'm fine i just watch netflix all day god bless you i don't care Like, I'm, I'm, I'm no one's friend or whatever i'm no one's brother i'm no one's father for me to be emotionally invested in their success or their health or whatever but when I see people, you know, give me these messages like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? When is the gym gonna open? I'm like, I don't know, do something at home. But I don't feel like doing yeah. anything. Well then shut the fuck up. What what do you want me to do? <laughs>
0: like <sighs> It's uh you accommodate to whatever your baseline is, you will kind of accommodate your level of suffering and your level of joy to that as well. If you allow me just one final rant on this, like listen, if you are really
1: serious about um training or whatever your fitness and physique goals and all that stuff you can and probably should invest some money in this time period like you probably should have done it a couple of weeks ago but even now like I said you can probably buy some dumbbells and I, w- I agree with Mike with Mike Isretel. he said in, in the podcast that he thinks that people should buy dumbbells not bands and I agree like bands are a pain in the ass like some exercises you can do with them but man the amount of stuff like the owner for example just wanted to put a bar in every every package and I was like dumbbells are much more versatile everything you can do with a bar you can do with dumbbells but not everything that you can do with dumbbells you can do with a bar like you know it only goes in one way in one it's not a bi-directional thing so the bare minimum or the first thing you should get is some dumbbells now if you can get adjustable dumbbells that's perfect but if not Two pairs of dumbbells is gonna get you a long way, and you will have to use your head. If you're not willing to do that, awesome, but then you cannot go out and say that your physique is a priority. You cannot reasonably say that your health is a priority. You know, this is like people who say I want to lose weight, but they are not willing to change their dietary behaviors
0: at all. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's um, if you have if you have dumbbells and enough weight plates i mean honestly i struggle to see what it is that you could not train effectively um only some pulling movements could be a bit more challenging but um yeah i mean if, if you have 100 kilos worth of weights at home i mean really like basically even the muscle groups that are otherwise more challenging like the quads mm-hmm. and hamstrings you can train them just fine so um yeah yeah and what you said i would like hamstrings are probably i agree that
1: hamstrings are probably the most challenging in a sense um muscle group to do because if you're let's say you don't really have dumbbells um maybe you're not strong enough to do nordic hamstring curves if you're alone you don't even have someone to help you with those so you know it really can be a pain in the ass like hem nordics i haven't tried i have to try them because Hamstrings are just one group which I would do single like deadlifts but like I said my lower back is just shot and I, I still haven't decided where to put them so I can you know have some recovery Um, so I need to find a way I don't really have a decline bench so that's what I'm saying that I should have brought a, a bench because uh, then I would be able to do some uh, dumbbell lacquers which are
0: not ideal but you know um,
1: it is what it is it's better
0: than nothing. Yeah, for, for hamstrings, bands can actually be useful. Um, so you could actually just hook them up somewhere and you could try doing some seated leg curls or even lying. It's a bit awkward. Um, mm, yeah, no, I know. I tried,
1: but I tried putting it against the bed, but I pretty much started dragging it around.
0: <laughs> so I, I literally yeah, I mean just put the just put the your dumbbell on top of the bed and then maybe it's gonna stay in place.
1: Yeah. That's literally something I haven't figured out yet. Uh, I'll I try to do Nordic hamstring curls If I'll be able to do those, then uh, that's probably gonna be far more productive than any banded stuff. I, I've been experimenting with these standing uh lacquers, you know, we just like as if you were doing you know one of those standing single uh, leg machines, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just a pain in the ass and it's really weird because in the contraction where you're weakest, it's just really really hard, and then once you get you know, you start getting stronger, the band tension is getting lesser and lesser. So it's just like I said, bands are a bit yeah. they work for triceps, for example. So triceps extensions are really cool to do with bands. But uh for like back it's terrible. Um deadlifts, of course, terrible <laughs> for I mean for hamstrings, um for chest I guess it works okay on the lockout, but when you're down on the stretch position, there's really, really, really no, no tension. So yeah, it's iffy.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, cool, so um, I think we pretty much exhausted what we wanted to talk about. Um, so is there any kind of a final message that uh, we should share with the listeners? <sighs> I don't know, I figure maybe we can give some training advice, like actual stuff aside from, you know, invest as much as possible. Yeah, that is an actual advice like invest as much as you can like if you can invest into dumbbells and whatever if you have you know a hundred bucks or something you know use it because you know this might last for a while or maybe this month you can invest a certain amount next month a, th- a certain amount you know do it incrementally but you know try to get something because it will be easier. Um, yeah, But if yeah, you can't, I mean um, I would not go off of the mindset that
1: I won't even bother buying something because the gyms will open soon, and I won't be able to use them anymore. Worst case scenario, yeah, you will have them, and who knows, maybe one, maybe a couple of years down the line, this will happen again. Hopefully not, but who knows? Like anytime you you know you you have some use, utility, or whatever need for them, you'll be able to use them. But I would go in with the mindset that this is something that's gonna last potentially months. Like three months minimum, like if you're okay with losing gains for three months by saying, you know, that I won't even bother with body weight stuff, then cool. But if you're not, then first thing would be to invest as much as you can. Like, for example, I just bought some push up, uh, handles. Very five bucks. It's not expensive, but it's doing pushups on your hands. is just a pain in the ass, especially with bands that I just find it very uncomfortable on your wrists, especially with strong bands, you know, so those handles are very, very comfortable. So that would be the first thing. And then given what you have, try a way to make it challenging. Like you will have to throw out the usual, you know, eight to 12 reps, moderately fast speed stuff. It's not going to be sufficient, especially if you don't have weights. Like, yes, I can do dumbbell rows and I can do sets of six if I want to, because I won't be able to grow 70 kilos. (laughs) But if you're stuck with like, I don't know, five kilo dumbbell and a 15 kilo dumbbell, you might have to do, you know, rest pauses, use your head, use very slow tempo, use isometrics, use um, myo reps, use um, very short rest periods again find a way to bring yourself closer to failure with the limited equipment that you do have use exercise variations that are harder like Abba said use the hex uh, squat against the door use feet elevated push-ups if regular push-ups are too easy if you can still go out to a place nearby you find some place and hang up or whatever don't hang up yourself i mean hang off of and do some pull-ups mm. <laughs> um what else nordics are very good for hamstrings for lateral raises actually bands work very well in addition to dumbbells. like i wouldn't just do bands because you know those only overload really the top but given that dumbbells suck at uh, uh you know dumbbells pretty much limit you and get into that range if you use heavy enough dumbbells, of course You can do what I did yesterday, which is, you know, do a, extend the set, basically do a superset for the same muscle group. So, you know, you can find ways to, to, to work around things, but of course, the more equipment you have, the better. So even something as, you know, a couple of pairs of dumbbells can get you far. And it's like Mike said, if you cannot afford two pairs of dumbbells, if you don't have a hundred bucks to spare, you have probably bigger things to worry about than your fitness and your physique right now, you know, so of course, I'm not saying to buy $3,000 worth of equipment. I understand that's not something you can just, you know, invest. Anyone just invest right away. But 50 bucks, 60 bucks, see if you have a friend who has some weights and doesn't use them, I've seen this on Facebook, someone posted, hey, do you, does anyone have some uh, a rack or something that they don't use? And someone was like, well, I have two. There is this small one, don't use, you can take it for free, a squat rack for free, it's one of those, you know, the rogue mono, whatever it's called, the small ones that only comes from the wall or whatever, I don't know how to explain, but basically a half rack, it's not the usual full size squat rack, but someone basically had a full size squat rack and he was like, I don't really have any use for this rack, here you can take it for free, ask on Facebook, maybe some friends, you know, maybe they have some stuff they don't use find some something to do like because you know what's you know what's going to happen is like i just noticed this days are pressing by so fast and hopefully before we know it it's gonna be june july and it's gonna be three four months have gone by and you look down on your body and you look in the mirror and i'm like why haven't i done something like you know regret is really poison and (laughs) don't you know, don't find yourself in that in that position three, four, four months down the line. Just start doing something to bare minimum, and uh, it's gonna go a long way.
0: Yeah, and and uh, one thing that people don't necessarily think about, I think, is you don't just do workouts to keep your gains necessarily because, you know, you can reason with all the muscle memory stuff and you will probably be correct. You can reason with the fact that this is not, even if you didn't train for three months, you will get it back fast. That's all true, but you don't just train for the physical benefits. I mean, you're locked in. You have a lot of stress to deal with, things outside of your control. You also train for your mental well-being. I mean, I... I did this workout, which I'm still kind of figuring out. It wasn't perfect. You know, it's going to get better over time. But I just felt so much better afterwards. While I was doing it, I felt like, man, I'm making it work. It, it, it felt so great uh, just mentally. So, you know, do things do things that make you feel like you're in control of things. Do things that make you feel empowered. Not to mention that there are also actual physical kind of relationships between how exercise improves your mood and all of those things. So just for that thing alone, even if your workout workouts were guaranteed to be suboptimal, even then I think you should be doing them because you will feel better. So just keep that in mind as well. Mm. Yeah, one million percent. And uh, I didn't want to touch on the
1: diet stuff because uh, that's something I would like to do another separate episode on because it, it yeah. deserves its own episode. <laughs> but exercise regulates your appetite and the people who you know i'm seeing the memes of people you know just mindlessly eating and you know me going to the fridge for the 15th time in the same day or me going to the fridge after i've been extracted 10 minutes ago and that sort of stuff exercise will help with that of course and also exercise um will help you with your immunity which is not going to protect you from the virus if you do get it but it's for sure as hell it's going to help you with recovery and you know not developing um very severe symptoms and it's for sure not gonna not gonna harm you um in that regard now of course i'm not saying to or we are not saying to over train and do five hours a day but we are saying you know there's a bell curve and there is a sweet spot there so even if you do three workouts per week it's still far yeah. better than nothing and just go on a walk if time if weather permits we you should because it's starting to get nicer um yeah. if you know the government as far as i know every government allows for a walk a day like it's just unreasonable to not let people go out for 30 minutes I mean, if if you if you are not allowed to go out, shit, borrow someone's dog. I literally told my neighbor <laughs> that. Listen, yeah, yeah. I was going to say if the, if the if the government doesn't allow us, I will borrow your dog and I will I will walk her. <laughs> Seriously, find a way to, especially like Iber said, you know, with the stress and the frustration. If you're alone and you don't even have you know a girlfriend, a wife to <clears throat> you know relieve some tension and stuff man, it's gonna
0: be a rough three to four months, so. Yeah, I mean, really, anytime you can, you know, be outside uh, without, you know, being around too many people, if you can go for walks, I mean, use that opportunity for sure. Um, just just try to clear your head. Um, you know, I, I, I remember when I was, you know, 21 or so, 2021, and in my first year of college, I was in the Netherlands and whatever, long story, didn't quite find my place there. And I kind of hit a period of pretty much deep depression for three, four months. And I barely left my room. Uh, I was just complete self-destruction. And I always remembered that when I went home to visit the family and we were living next to this big field and some forests and stuff, and I went out for my dog for a long walk and I was just walking around, it literally felt like an injection of antidepressants or something. And when I went back, I was almost like a different person afterwards. So really be outside, try to get some sunlight. Don't go around a lot of people, obviously. Try not to get infected or infect other people if you have it and you don't know about it. But um, just just try to move and try to just spend your days productively, which obviously includes exercise. Um, but really... Some people are more susceptible to this than others, but it's so easy to kind of just let the shit kind of swallow you. And it's really easy to just slip into a period of complete self-destruction and shitty mood, which just spirals into a, a depressive period even potentially. So just, but it's pretty easy to avoid this as well. Just um, you have to be a bit more intentional about it. So that, that would be kind of my message.
1: Yep, yep and uh that's probably a good way to end um i forgot to share the results but i posted a poll on instagram yesterday that people you know the overwhelming reaction has been that they would like us to do some instagram lives as well so oh yeah probably would be a good idea for uh, people to follow us on there and we can do you know join us maybe we can i don't know maybe Friday or something like that we could do this. And if there is a demand, I'm more than happy to do these 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 episodes weekly, bi weekly, whatever. Um, definitely um, I think we we can definitely use some, you know, yeah. some chat and talk and express our feelings and i'm sure that if we are feeling a certain way there is probably more people who feel the same way so maybe this helps provide some comfort and reassurance and that sort of stuff
0: yeah 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 absolutely i mean some people might say that some of the stuff we said here or weren't that useful or this and that but guys what the fuck are you gonna do except for listening to this <laughs> with all the free time you have so <laughs> um, yeah man uh let's wrap it up here because i can still go out for another hour and 20 minutes until the police hour <laughs> same 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. so i'll go for a walk now uh, but yeah it was good chatting with you and uh, then yeah we will talk soon